Hello and welcome to ChamberCast, the Billings Chamber of Commerce's podcast, brought to you by Payne West Insurance. I'm your host, Jack Genoway. We've all been hearing a lot about the broadband development in Montana as the internet has become a lot more important in our everyday business. A couple of our members are a big part of that process. I am joined today by Devon Hayes with TDS Fiber and Jorge Taveras with CEC Facilities. Thank you both for joining us. Thank you for the invite. Thanks for having us, Jack. So today we have TDS and CEC at the BCC. Uh, Can you just... (laughs) Both give us a little bit of an introduction into what your companies are and what you're doing right now. Yeah, so TDS Fiber is a telecommunications company. We provide uh, businesses and residential units with home and business TV, internet, and uh, phone services. And so um, just like the other telecom companies out there, we were offering those services, but we're coming in to do it at a higher level with a higher quality network. We are installing a fiber network all throughout Billings as well as most of the rest of Montana. Uh, We started construction here in September of 21 and in Billings we'll be connecting more than 50,000 homes and businesses with our partners CEC. So we are CEC Facilities Group. Um, We're a specialty facilities contractor based in Dallas, Texas. We're involved in mainly in electrical, mechanical, plumbing, um, infrastructure, telecom. And we are the construction partner of TDS. Um, we're involved with them to build their network here in Billings, Montana. So TDS is primarily an internet service provider coming in to compete with the existing telephone and cable companies. And CEC is providing the network that is then going to provide that service in right. a nutshell. Right. So you're, uh, you're not, or, you know, neither of you are originally in Billings. Where else are you operating throughout the state? Um, we currently are operating in Billings primarily, but we've also got field marketers in uh, Missoula, Helena, Butte, and Great Falls. And so we are launching campaigns in those cities as well, and we'll eventually start construction in those areas too. So is that another CEC service? Like you're going to be traveling around the state as well? I mean, this is a pretty exclusive partnership that you guys are doing. Right. That's awesome. In, in some ways or other, we're in Helena and in Great Falls. Cool. So uh-huh. where did you guys, so I always ask, like, where did you guys build this original partnership, right? I mean, you said you're from Dallas. I know TDS is in Wisconsin, right? So, Correct. So how did you guys build that relationship to have that exclusivity? That's a great question. And it's people way over me that made <laughs> that decision. Um, do you have an answer to that? Well, it was before I came in on board with CEC, but I, I know that it started here in Billings. Everything started in the trailhead, Montana. Cool. Um, and after that, I guess we've been developing, we've been building. Um, PDS has been expanding and we're trying to keep up with their expansion. Yeah. From what I understand, it was like a put out for uh, proposals and they came forward with the best proposal, but also with the best plan of action to um bring all of those plans to fruition. And so the relationship started there. So yeah, speaking of that plan, you mentioned that you're building out the network to 50,000 homes. Uh, What goes into all of that? And, you know, what does everybody automatically get a connection, whether they're going to buy internet or not? Like, how is all of that working? I'll let Jorge answer. Sure. Well, um, potentially speaking, 
all those 50,000 homes could be eligible for TDS fiber. Um, we're basically going to build a network. Let's put it this way. We'll build the main backbone in front of their homes. They want to get the TDS service. They're already going to have cable in their sidewalks or in the street or behind their houses on a utility pole. Um, so it's just a matter of calling TDS and TDS will run a drop to their home. Right. Most of Billings will have t the ability to get TDS service by the end of our first build out. And like he said, that doesn't necessarily mean that they will have it. They will, of course, have to go and find a sales rep or go online or call in to order the services that they want. But we will be going up and down every residential street and installing a new utility line with uh, fiber optic uh, TDS service flowing right through it. And that was pretty, pretty unique. Uh, so we did a tour last year, uh, really, really cool tour where I got to actually meet you. And, um, but a part of that was something really cool of, I saw the CEC team doing the build out and having the green box in front of the homes. And then the TDS sales reps were knocking on the door right when that <laughs> green box was getting put in and saying, Hey, that's TDS right there. Do you want to sign up to have this capability? And so that was really cool and, and a pretty fun partnership. So with the, the CEC build out, now when I saw the green box getting put out front, you don't directly put the cable from the green box to the home. Is that TDS? That is TDS. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They put the network in the ground and then we connect the customers to the network. Awesome. Good stuff. So you have, I mean, a full line of technicians, sales reps. And so that's CEC is doing a lot of the, the hard work underground. And then you mm -hmm. have technicians that are still providing that customer service as well to do the install correct cool yep. correct it's a major major investment um yeah to the tune of over 500 million dollars wow. is what the initial build out here in billings will will be um dollar wise and that's by far the i guess um the timeline that it's going to take to build this out is the most frustrating part i mean yeah, we've, yeah. we have people that have signed up you know in 2021 that are anxious to get the service, rightly so, I am as well. Um, but it's just a matter of time. When it gets there, it's gonna be worth it. Um, and so with partners like CEC helping us, I think we can get there quickly. I, I can't wait to have TDS in my house either. That's awesome. <laughs> <Right>. So <laughs> that's kind of the next question that we're leaning into is you talk about it's gonna be worth it. So with modern day in 2023, everybody's using wireless internet for gaming for their streaming i mean and so it's very important to have such a phenomenal service so what are the advantages you'd say is over tds fiber in comparison to other individuals or what is that main advantage of tds i would say this big separator between us and say the largest competitor here in town is that we are a all fiber optic network um our competitor does have pockets of fiber but it's combined with coax as well and so the signal isn't as strong you can't fit as much bandwidth or speed through it and so i'd say those would be the the biggest separators um right off the bat is just the strength of the network the ability to put more bandwidth through our network and serve businesses and residences in a better capacity is is going to be uh, kind of the reason why people stay with TDS long-term. That's cool. And that blows my mind because I remember Jorge showing me during the meeting or uh, the tour, just how small those fiber optic tables are. Mm. I mean, and they're super fragile, right? They are. It's like yeah. a size of your human hair, basically. One yeah. strand of fiber. 
And that's so much more bandwidth that you right. say, but it's this tiny, right. tiny thing. Yeah, We will be offering eight gig speeds, um, which in comparison to our competitor at one gig is, is just astronomical for what the Billings community has seen up to this point. And so organizations like the colleges and the hospitals will be able to do things that they maybe haven't necessarily considered up to this point because of the lack of uh, bandwidth and speed available to them. And so to be able to provide those things to the Billings community is an honor and we don't take it lightly. Let's expand on that a little bit because I'm sure, you know, a lot of our, a lot of our listeners are business owners. What are some of those things that uh, eight gig internet is going to enable a business to do that one gig internet can't accomplish? Gosh, um, Jorge, you got a good answer for that one? Well, I mean, so businesses use a lot of data, right? Data keeps increasing exponentially. Every single day, new technology comes out. Um, any device that you add in a building, in this building, is essentially taking up a chunk of data that just takes up your internet speed. Um, having fiber there um, is really quick, easy, reliable, and has the capacity necessary to withhold multiple devices. And in this era of Internet of Things, um, you basically need a lot of reliability in your internet connection. Um, mm -hmm. That's basically where it all starts. You talk about reliability, and I think for most businesses, that's the sticking point. I used to manage businesses here in town, and when my internet went down, I mean, it halts operations. It's like detrimental these days for that to happen. And so to have a strong network that has almost zero downtime is, is a huge benefit to our business customers. But we'll also have symmetrical speeds with fiber internet. Um, symmetrical means that your download is the same as your upload. So if you've got an eight gig um, speed, you're getting the same upload as you are download. So eight gig both ways. And so uh, businesses that are downloading or uploading files and data um, like crazy are, are gonna just be so much more efficient that um, you know that's also gonna be a big reason why people switch and stay with TDS. And it'll uh, that upload speed will enable people to to host some of their data in house, for example, instead of having to you know contract out server space in a in a different location or, right. or something like that. Just sort of you think about like the back end part of the internet right. will enable more of that type of stuff to come yeah. to town. It's there's so many use cases, and you know this the world runs on the internet, and fiber optic internet at eight gig speeds coming to. Montana is going to open up a whole new world of opportunity for the state of Montana and for the Billings community. And so uh, to be the ones that are kind of laying the groundwork for that, it's, it's an honor. It's an honor. Join the Billings Chamber of Commerce for the 2023 Chamber Open, brought to you by TDS Fiber. It's full of networking, par shots, and birdies rolling in the cup at the Briarwood Golf Course on Friday, June 23rd. There will be incredible hole prizes from the longest drive to the most shots it takes to get to the green. Teams are available with shotgun time starting at 7.30 a.m. or 2 p.m. Register your team of four for just $700 at BillingsChamber.com. Don't swing and miss out on networking and building relationships at the 2023 Chamber Open. So I'm a little bit curious about how some of this hardware works and, you know, like just how the back end 
functions. Uh, so, you know, the cable comes to my house into a modem that's then connected to my router. What's at the other end of that cable? What does this network look like? So, um, throughout the city, we've got what they call nodes. And that's what Jorge is and his team are installing. And the nodes are all interconnected by what they call rings. <laughs> and then all of that stuff is what feeds your house ultimately. Going from the box to your home is the fiber optic cable. Um, right, Jorge? That is correct. And then <laughs> once you get into the, once the fiber optic cable gets to your home, it's plugged into, like you said, a router, which will broadcast the internet and your TV signal wirelessly because our TV runs through our internet to the rest of your home. If you have a big home, we're going to have um, wireless boosters throughout the house to boost the signal to the other areas of your home. We're going to make sure that that thing's centrally located in the area that you would like it to be. Um, and then on your TVs and your other devices would be like a little tiny, probably the size of your palm device that just uh, Velcros onto the back of your TV. And that's going to provide your uh, TV lineup and your TV service and all of that good stuff. So very similar to some of the um, things that are out there right now, uh, just more sleek in the sense that we're not rewiring your whole entire house. You don't have to, you know, we're not fishing through walls or anything like that. And uh, the installation is much quicker as well because of that. And then like, so when I do a Google search, usually my computer is retrieving something from a server in like Denver or Seattle or mm -hmm, somewhere mm -hmm, like that. Mm -hmm. What is that? connection to that like server farm look like is the thing that i'm uh, curious about so the answer to that is 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 not a three word answer by no means um <laughs> there's a lot going on in the back end in this world wide web um put it to you this way it's a big spider web where everybody is talking to each other there's there's big points of connection um that denver server that you're making reference to is probably where there's a main hub where different telecom providers meet and exchange information. Um, there's a lot of regulation behind it and they have to, by law, um, ex exchange certain frequency and wavelengths. So, um, really there's no simple answer to that Google <laughs> server. <laughs> but it's not like you had to trench a cable all the way. Well, it's not a point-to-point -point connection yeah. like it used to be back in the old days. Um, there are a lot of layers that go on in the internet, the World Wide Web, yeah. um, a lot of protocols that have to be followed. Um, even right now, we're talking and, you know, signal is being transmitted back and forth millions of times in just a matter of a second. Um, but just to make it simple, there is a host and there's a client and there's always an exchange of info. Um, and there's main points of location of that host. Um, in this case, I guess it's Denver. And yeah, there has to be a physical connection, of course. Mm -hmm. um, and that physical can be cable or antenna, wireless. Um, but think of it as a spider web, basically. Yeah. Very, very complex protocol spider web. So you're telling me TDS isn't like dial up. We're going to hear the. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, no. So we were talking a little bit earlier of the build out, right? I mean, you said upwards of $500 million to do this build out. I know that a lot of the conversations we have and you hear it uh, ever so frequently that it started up in the Heights. There's a mm -hmm. lot of these mm -hmm. uh, areas in the Heights that already have TDS fiber. Right. If you could give me a date 
when is yellow or we'll say Billings and or Yellowstone County by this date, we can all have the opportunity to have TDS fiber. Um, it's probably a, a question for Jorge here since he's the one laying the network, but I think initially the plan was end of 24. I would say it's probably going to take a little bit longer just due to different things that happen. You know, uh, construction has its own set of, um, you know, harsh realities that come up. And so I think it'll take a little bit longer, but you are right in that we did start in the Heights. Uh, we actually have about a thousand active customers there currently. And the initial build out was projected to take three years. Um, so during the construction, we work neighborhood by neighborhood. Once we fully complete the construction in each neighborhood, that's when people will be able to sign up for the service. Um, but you don't have to wait um, until then to sign up. You can certainly go online. You can sign up at an event. Um, we're very active in the community. And so any, anytime you see a, a, somebody out, you can always sign up. A little bit too much of frozen ground to be drilling TDS fiber through. The winter comes with challenges for construction. Every construction project has, you know, but I think we, there's some lessons learned. Um, you know, we're taking it one step at a time, but knowing that there's a deadline, uh, I think it's possible that by the end of next year, we may have all addresses turned up. I love that. And the initial build out also, this deserves to be said, doesn't include places like Lockwood. It doesn't include um, Briarwood. And then like we stop at Shiloh. As of right now, I believe, correct, Jorge, um, on the West End. But we also extend, okay. we're, we are extending out into like Copper Ridge off of Grand or Rimrock area um, up there. But on the West End right now, we're, we're stopping at Shiloh. Now, that doesn't mean we won't go further than that eventually because I mean, we will. Um, you know, I've, I've been hearing talks that that is something that we are looking at. Uh, just initially, we were only given so much room to work with within the city and so that's what's included in phase one yeah you got a big job to do right with billings alone you got to get that done first and then reevaluate. absolutely yeah no and that should be a lot of fun so obviously we're talking about briarwood uh my second home as my fiance <laughs> says and we're super excited <laughs> to have you out there but june 23rd's coming up and it's something that tds is a proud title sponsor of is our chamber open yeah it's our golf tournament june 23rd you get to come out and see the crazy tds van that has two 75 inch flat screen tvs and all the <laughs> swag and gear um so you are our title sponsor this year you were our title sponsor last year um and i mean you're such a such an amazing community partner it's been really fun to be able to work with tds uh on, on, on such a macro level, as far as going with our chamber breakfast annual meeting, seeing your name everywhere at the outlaws games. I mean, mm -hmm. there, there's mm -hmm. such a large philanthropic side of TDS fiber and giving mm -hmm. back to the community. Um, is that kind of, you know, the expectation, uh, for us to say, Hey, you know, TDS is that community partner or, you know, what's the next steps for you guys, as far as that goes? I mean, what, what fills your cup in that philanthropic giving? Um, all of it, honestly, there's not one thing that fills our cup more than the other. Um, all of it we do, uh, from a place of just wanting to support the community and the organizations within. And so all of it really, really is, um, something that we enjoy and that we love very much. As far as what's next, um, you tell me, we are always looking for new and fun things to help, um, you know, whether it be financially or just with, from a volunteer perspective. 
Um, we're all about community. In fact, most of the people that work for TDS are born and raised or have lived here in Billings for a really long time. And so um, I don't know what, what necessarily is next, but I do know that Billings has a lot of really cool things happening all the time and new ideas are being presented to us all the time to, to support. And we are excited and happy to do that. And the Chamber, of course, is one of those organizations that uh, we love to support and uh, we align a lot with what um, the Chamber here is doing. And we're super excited for the Chamber Open. Yeah, it should be a great time. Oh, I was going to ask just one more question on the CEC side of things, right? I mean, you guys are a large organization doing a lot of incredible things in the community. I mean, bringing some internet. Is there other projects that you guys are doing on top of the TDS build out? Or is it, I mean, is that a pretty big focus for you guys? It, it is a big focus, but yeah, CEC has a lot of electrical projects in Dallas, right. Texas. That's where we're probably the biggest, um, the Texas area. Um, not a lot of telecom projects going on over there. Mainly a lot of infrastructure, cabling, um, electrical, mechanical. We've been involved also with different solar wind farms, solar farms. Um, involved with clients like Tesla, Google, Samsung, plethora of different businesses. Um, but even so, to us, TDS is a very important partner right now. This is a very important project for us as well. Oh, that's incredible. I mean, you guys are like a dream team. It's pretty cool to see. That's what I like to see it. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Time for the Rorschach questions. Internet is one of those things that we now just expect to have piped into our houses in, you know, in addition to water and electricity and all that kind of stuff. If you could have uh, one additional thing just automatically piped into your house, what would it be? Isaac. <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> um, uh, iced tea spigot. Iced tea spigot. I like it. I like it. Devon. Um, the first thing that popped and put to my mind because I was literally just at the store looking for this and I can't find it anywhere. I would love a Kai sorbet because you can't find it anywhere. But like all the places that make acai bowls, acai, whatever you want to say it, they oh, okay. use acai sorbet as the base. And I can't find it anywhere. You just want store. it piped into your house full time. I just want tubs of it. Uh, food. Uh, I, can you imagine if we can just get food automated, you know, right there in their window or whatever? That wouldn't be a good thing, Jorge. We would never leave our house. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just because I'm hungry right now. Who knows? <laughs> it's the only thing I can think of. So one, one of the things we touched on a little bit during the interview um, is that, you know, this is going to enable... Uh, future technology. Technology has changed a ton over the last 20 years. It's going to change a lot over the next 20 years. Mm -hmm. What's uh, one of those new technologies that you're excited about? Um, I spend a lot of time in Web3 and cryptocurrencies and things like that. So I'm excited to see where that goes. I'm excited to see, um, you know, the, the metaverse and those kinds of topics are exciting just to think about. Artificial intelligence is another one that's really coming on strong recently that I've started to play around with and wow that's a that's a wide open world to just explore right there I know it's a little controversial but self-driving vehicles mm. um, and not just for us to sleep in our cars which should not be ha happening you know <laughs> um, but for like deliveries for like you know emergencies paramedics yeah. It's been proven that you, know, you can reduce the amount of accidents, but 
We're not there yet. Oh, and holographs <laughs> also. Yes. No, I say AI. I think that's been so much fun is being able to mess around with chat GTP and just what AI can do from a, a word generation kind of things to, you know, studies. It's, it's been really cool. So I'm excited for AI. Mm-hmm. Uh, aside from the, from the golf tournament that's coming up that we're all excited about, what's your favorite outdoor activity? Hiking. <laughs> oh, it's golf. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hiking for me, for sure. Golf is up there, but it's, it's hiking out in the mountains. I'm a soccer guy, but since I moved to Billings, I love skiing now. So it's a little nice. in between skiing and soccer, but any <laughs> outdoor activity is cool for me in general. How long have you been in Billings and what keeps you here? One year. Yes, work, people, environment, the views. Yeah, I was born and raised here, and I would say that uh, I have left multiple times, but came back for a couple of reasons. One would be family. Right? My family's here. Uh, but two, there's just a lot of opportunity in Billings. You know, I think just even from a TDS and CEC perspective in the sense that we're bringing the new network here, which was, a, which was an opportunity just waiting for somebody to take advantage of. And so we're, so we're happy to be that. But anybody out there that's got a business idea or really uh, any kind of idea, if you foster that idea, if you nurture it and you put the work in to, to get yourself towards that idea or that goal right now here in Billings, in five, 10 years when the population is... Uh, just even bigger than it is now, I think you're going to be in a really good position to set yourself up for success. So I think Billings very uniquely uh, positions itself as a place where opportunity um, flourishes under the right circumstances. So, Oh, absolutely. Uh, I was born and raised in Laurel, so we can say I'm a Billings guy. I mean, we're just a <laughs> suburb. Um, but uh, community, I mean, that's really why I stay in Billings. I can't wait to raise my kids here, you know, just grow up grow a future family here in Billings and I mean you said it is it, it, we're in such a unique place in Billings right now that we can grow thrive and prosper and it's all because of the individuals that we surround ourselves with and Billings is a place where I want to surround myself with so many other people so community really beautiful awesome thank you guys both so much for your time today this is really exciting i you know i can't wait to get tds in my house me neither <laughs> thank you for having us yeah. Thanks, everybody Jack. sign up for chamber golf yes <laughs> chamber open june 23rd <laughs> thank you guys thank you thank you so much to devon and jorge for joining us today thank you to isaac for co-hosting and thank you very much to Payne west for sponsoring this podcast if you'd like to suggest a topic or ask a question, please feel free to email us at podcast at billingschamber.com. If you like what you hear, please rate us on your preferred platform or recommend us to a friend. Don't forget to subscribe to Chambercast wherever you get your podcasts because there is something here for everyone.